Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. This is episode 98. We are in the first week of October, just wrapping it up. And uh, it was a hot one. It's like summer. The su- summer came back for a week. It was incredibly rainy last week. It rained every day. Felt like I lived in Seattle. This week was very warm. It's like the 80s today. Um, and I think it's going to cool out. We're going to get a couple more days of rain and then the temperature is going to drop. But it's been a beautiful week here. Uh, it's been a great first week of October. Um, lots of exciting things on the horizon. Uh, two of my three kiddos have birthdays coming up next week. So you know we're gearing up for that. And um, just uh, enjoying, enjoying this last quarter of 2023. Um, so, you know, last week, <clears throat> my podcast was about like the evil forces in medicine. There's predominantly four evil forces that interfere with the doctor-patient relationship. And these four forces basically try to, they're all financially based institutions, uh, financially minded institutions and that's how all of their decision making is based and it's off the backs of you the patient and me the provider so the doctor patient relationship is a very precious pure relationship as i said in last week's podcast patients come to doctors because they are in need of help they're suffering from something and they want their doctor to help them doctors are in this business you know we go through endless years of schooling um, you know, medical school, residency, internship, residency, fellowship. And we do that, all that hard work, because we love taking care of our patients. But there are four outside forces that try to get in between us. They try to get in between the doctor and their patient because they want to try to get rich off of patients and off of doctors, off of our backs. And those four forces are Pharmaceutical companies, but I'm going to start with the worst of them, insurance companies, United Healthcare, Cigna, Blue Cross Blue Shield. They're all horrible institutions that are literally profit-minded. They will do anything they can to make a buck off of a patient's back and off of a doctor's back. They're destroying healthcare um, all to enrich themselves. And part of the insurance company conglomerate are something called PBMs, which I'm going to discuss in a minute. That's going to be the focus of this podcast. Pharmacy benefit managers, what PBM stand for, and that's what I'm going to talk about. But let me just quickly review the other three evil forces that are involved here. The second one are hospital-based systems, these huge hospital conglomerates. And, you know, these are huge behemoth institutions that are just bloated with administrators who are sucking healthcare dollars away, dollars that should be allocated towards patient care, towards, you know, fostering the doctor-patient relationship and enhancing that. But instead, they're sucking it out, these MBAs and other admins. Um, I believe, like, the statistic is something that's like 13 admins for every one person who's on the front line providing healthcare, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then they're private equity companies. These are companies that are are buying up practices, medical practices, and other you know pharmacies, vets, dentists, all that sort of stuff. And you know they're basically just you know using patients as a commodity to maximize their bottom line. Um, what I talked about a lot in my last podcast was that you know patients are people. You know patients are not like traded goods, not something that you just sell, but. The way these private equity companies view patients is as, you know, basically like goods and, you know, trying to, you know, just 
generate as much profit as possible off of patients backs so and then big pharma was the fourth thing by the way so pharmacy benefit managers are basically like this huge middleman in medicine and basically what they do is they are sort of this in between they're in between the pharmacies they're in between big pharma and they're in, in between insurance companies and they're the ones who like negotiate all the deals for you know which medications are covered how much those medications cost but the crazy thing about them is, you know, they're owned by like pharmacies or insurance companies. So the biggest ones, Optum, is owned by United Healthcare, which is a, the most vile of all of these institutions. Um, and Optum is the pharmacy benefit manager for United Healthcare. Um, there's something called Express Scripts, which I believe Cigna owns, and then there's CVS CareMark, which is obviously owned by CVS, but CVS owns Aetna Health Insurance, so that you know how that makes any sense and how that's legal, I have no idea. But the way all of this stuff works is the pharmacy benefit manager negotiates the deals with Big Pharma. You know, they say, okay, you know, we'll buy this medication for such and such dollars off of you, but we'll give you access to this many patients, wheeling and dealing. And then they they are like the middle person who's like dealing with the pharmacy and says, okay, this is how much the medication costs. And I'm gonna explain to you why that's a horrible system. So what actually um, prompted my interest in this was a bunch of folks this week, I think just because of based on my podcast last week, were sending me this clip from Joe Rogan's podcast. And it was where a pharmacist, I believe it was a pharmacist, was being interviewed. He was explaining how it works when a patient comes to get a medication called metformin, which is a medication that's used to treat diabetes. So this is going to blow your mind. I'm just going to basically, we'll show you a little, we'll show you that clip, but I'm just going to basically paraphrase and explain what's going on here. Um, so metformin, the pharmacist explains, costs him for like a month's supply for his patient, costs $2, all right? So it's $2 for a month's supply of this medication called metformin. If a patient were to come to the pharmacy and didn't have any insurance and said, hey, I need a month's supply of this dose of metformin, the pharmacist would sell it to that patient for $4. So a month's supply of the medication costs $4. And, you know, that covers all the pharmacist's costs, their staff, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's basically, it costs the pharmacist 2 bucks when he buys it from the wholesaler, he sells it for 4 bucks. Now, a patient comes with, like, say, Blue Cross Blue Shield. I think that's the example that he used in this clip from the podcast. And the patient's, the patient's, the patient's insurers, so in this case is Blue Cross Blue Shield, whoever their pharmacy benefit manager is, determines what the copay is for, say, metformin. So the copay for metformin is $10. So, which is like, you know, from the patient's perspective, okay, 10 bucks for a month's medication, not so bad, right? But the crazy thing about this is because the the uh, pharmacist has a contract with this PBM, he basically, he sells the medication for $3. So instead of getting it for $4, if a patient were to buy it, you know, at cost, the pharmacy, the PBM pays him $3. So basically he's getting a 25% reduction what he would have gotten paid if, you know, he were just to sell it directly to the patient. But, you know, because the PBM says we're sending you all of these patients, you know, we, we want you to sell it for a reduced price. Okay, so fine. So he, he, he gets three bucks from the PBM. So the patient's paying 10 bucks. The pharmacist is getting three bucks when he'd usually get four. The medication cards, the pharmacist, two bucks. But there's like seven dollars that are in the mix there, right? So the, the 
pharmacist is getting three bucks, the patient's paying ten bucks. What happens to that seven dollars? Well, that seven dollars goes to the PBM, the pharmacy benefit manager, and that's their profit. So that's how they are ratcheting up costs for healthcare. I mean, just think about how unfair that is. The patient could have gotten the medication for four bucks if they didn't have insurance, but because they have insurance, they're paying a ten dollar copay for it. So they're basically paying like six bucks more than they would have paid for it. But in this case, the pharmacist is getting paid a buck less because he's got a contract with the the pharmacy benefits manager, and then the pharmacy benefits manager manager is getting a seven dollar profit. That's insane. But the worst part about this is the pharmacist has a gag clause. He's not allowed to disclose to that patient that, hey, if you just paid cash for this, you'd save six bucks. He's not allowed to say that. You know, that's considered like a violation of his like non-disclosure agreement that he has with the PBM. That's how shady insurance companies are because the insurance company is the one who owns the PBM in most cases. So this is like what is going on in our medical system. This is what happens when the doctor-patient relationship, or in this case, the patient-pharmacist relationship, which is just like a pure relationship. It's like a transaction, right? You go to the pharmacy, you want to get your medication, but these insurance companies are like, oh, no, no, we're going to have, we're going to create this PBM. So United creates Optum. And then Optum has these crazy nefarious tactics that they put into play so that they can make even more money. You know, everything they do, every decision they make, every action they take is to enrich themselves. They don't care about you as a patient. They don't care about me as a provider. They only care about dollars and how they can manipulate the system to maximize the dollars they're putting in their pocket. Um, It's totally crazy. Yeah. Watch this little clip. It's going to blow your mind. If you come into my pharmacy, if your grandma comes in and she tries to fill a prescription, I'll give you metformin. My cost on metformin is roughly $2. I would sell her metformin for $4. As soon as she discloses that she has insurance, I have a gag clause. I am not allowed to tell her my cash pay price. I swipe her insurance card, Blue Cross, whatever it may be. Boom, copay, $10. And she gets her medicine. I charge her $10. Immediately when I swipe that card and I enter all that in the computer, I get a $7 clawback. Where does it go? It goes to the PPM. So you get what I was like? I could have saved her $6, but I can't disclose to her that. And now the money, the profits, I make less money, she pays more money, and the money goes back to the big insurance companies. And, you know, again, like I always say, it's up to all of us to speak up because, geez, I had no idea about how that worked until I saw this little clip that when I started digging in deeper, I was like, it's crazy. And I can guarantee you that 95% of you listening to this podcast had no idea that that's what's going on as well. And uh, just a couple of other things about about these PBMs, pharmacy benefit managers, which in most cases are owned by insurance companies. Or, you know, it, It's a whole incestuous system on the other side of the fence. Everything on the other side of the fence from the doctor-patient relationship is all about maximizing profits, and they all are shady and, and cahoots with each other. Um, I'll give you another example. I briefly touched on this in my last podcast. So you could be taking a medication for like, say like 10 years, right? And all of a sudden your insurance company will say, or literally be the pharmacy benefit manager, which is in bed basically with your insurance company, or they're actually the same company because the insurance company might own the pharmacy benefit manager will say, Hey, no, that medication is not covered anymore. We need you to take this medication instead. Now I'm going to explain to you like 
why that is. So just say, for example, all right, and this is just arbitrary stuff, so don't hold me to, to any of these numbers. I'm just like literally making things up off the top of my head. But say you're on a medication called Ozempic, which like half the world is on now. And say that medication costs the pharmacy or like 500, the PBM, like 500 bucks, right? They're basically dealing with big pharma and they have some deal that they make with them and say, hey, we're going to buy Ozempic for like 500 bucks from you. That's how much it costs them, right? There's all there's a medication called Munjaro, which is not the same medication as Ozempic, but it's very, very similar, right? So the pharmaceutical company that makes Munjaro might say, hey, you know what? I know you're buying Ozempic for like 500 bucks and you're selling it to your patients, but we'll sell you Munjaro for 300 bucks. You know, we'll give you a rebate. But well, all that we ask is that, you know, you don't sell Ozempic anymore. You only sell Munjaro to your patients, you know. So the PBM, which, again, is owned by the insurance companies, they're all in bed together, all in cahoots, you know, all just making their dollars on the other side of the fence, all behind our backs, the doctors and the patients. They'll say, well, that's a pretty good deal because a lot of people are on this medication, Ozempic, and it's costing us like 500 bucks a pop every time someone fills that prescription. But now, if I just tell my patients, hey, we're not going to cover Ozempic anymore, and we're going to give our patients Manjaro instead, I save like $200 off of every one of those prescriptions. And uh, that's how they get rich, right? So they're basically, it's every decision they make is financially incentivized. So they don't care about which medication is better or what works better for you or what historically has worked. They're just saying, hey, you know what? It's a, it's almost an identical medication, you know, just a little bit structurally different. Um, and uh, we're going to have you just take this instead. The only reason they're doing that is because they're saving 200 bucks on every script. Multiply 200 by whatever millions of people that are taking this. And that's a lot of money that the insurers are putting in their pocket. So that's how all that stuff kind of works on the other end. This is all something like completely unrelated, but... A lot of these like pharmacy benefit managers, you know, they're like Optum, for instance. Optum also has like, it's like a very like, uh, it has lots of arms. And one of the things that they're responsible for doing is sometimes administering payments for like doctor, when you have like a doctor's visit, right? So a lot of times like what these companies will do now, and again, everything, every decision they make is all incentivized to put more dollars in their pocket. They don't care about you as a patient. They certainly don't care about me as a doctor. They only care about enriching themselves. So what they'll do is instead of sending like a check or doing like a direct deposit, which is like, you know, a lot of doctors get paid by like a direct deposit for the insurance companies, they'll send a credit card. Like it's just, it's like, a, it's a credit card payment. But when they do that, they charge a three and a half percent credit card processing fee. But guess what? They own the credit card processing company too, right? So for like every million dollars that are, you know, sent via credit cards, they're making, they're putting another 35 grand in their pockets. I mean, it's just the whole system is crazy. And, you know, the more I think about it and the more I realize how incestuous, like everyone who's living on the other side of the fence, on the other side of the doctor patient relationship, how they're all sort of in cahoots with each other. Um, you know, again, farm, um, insurance companies and PBMs are kind of lump into the insurance companies, these huge hospital based systems big pharma, and then private equity is kind of like in the periphery of all of that. But um, it's all literally, those are all just purely financially driven institutions. All they care about is enriching themselves. But the problem is, and I said this in my last podcast, you can't, it's just not moral to enrich yourself off of patients. You know, patients are people. 
patients are, you know, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your best friend. And it's crazy to me that our government officials allow this all to happen. I mean, the reason why they allow this all to happen is because, you know, all four of those evil things on the other side of the fence are all paying off our politicians through like campaign donations and all whatever other bullshit that they do. But it's up to us to speak up. It's up to patients and their docs to be vocal about it. PBMs are evil. And, uh, you know, they, they do. there's a lot more bad things that they do. They literally do nothing good. It's only pure bad. And this is just like one example. The example that was brought up on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think, sums it up perfectly. You know, it just shows you how evil these companies are. You know, a patient could have saved six bucks on their medication, but the pharmacist is basically, he's under a gag clause that he can't disclose that to the poor person that's coming to him who has diabetes to fill their medication. It's a crazy world. We all need to speak up. It's uh, lots of bad guys out there. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful, restful weekend. There's a lot to chew on here. Please spread the word, share this information with anyone who you think may be unaware of what the hell is going on with our healthcare system. I hope you all have a wonderful, restful weekend. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.